0: This is a More Than Just podcast production.
1: Hey, welcome to this short episode of More Than Just Code. My name is Timitra. I am uh, just going to replay a conversation I had with uh, Jonathan Kuline and Jaime Lopez Jr. on SpotCast last week i was uh, talking to them uh, they were asking me about my experience at the vision pro lab at apple and um yeah this is my conversation with them hope you enjoy
2: it so tell us about the uh, the apple uh news apple's newest toy we want to hear about apple's newest toy
1: yeah i mean it's it's pretty cool i mean like like phenomenal is the, the word i would use to probably describe it the best it's like um If you imagine the quality of an Apple display that you wear on your head, and it's 360 degrees. That's kind of what what it's like. Um, It's not terribly uncomfortable. Um, It weighs about a pound, I guess, a pound and a half, maybe. Um, It's kind of like if you took, like, two iPhones and just sort of held them in your hand. That's kind of how heavy it is. But um, most of it's like most of what you... Goes against your face is all fabric and foam and stuff like that, and around your back of your head. So the the actual meat meat of the thing is actually the the goggly part at the front. In fact, that's what you have to pick it up by because the rest is all sort of held on with magnets and stuff. Um, but yeah, and you put it on, and like I've I've done some. I did like uh, obviously I was invited by Apple to go down and test applications. So I built a bunch of apps to try out. I tried some of my own apps um, that are already on the App Store to, to see what they would look like. And um, they look great. I mean, like you know, it's like it's like as if like your app. Instead of looking at it on on like a you know ten inch or eleven inch, twelve inch iPad, you're looking at it like on the wall, right? Sort of thing, right? The coolest thing for me though was was when I dove into went to YouTube and opened up a few movies and put them on like full screen mode, right? Um, You can drag the window of the movie to be as tall from your perspective as an IMAX movie would be. So. And they didn't. I read in the documentation about three D movies. I mean, there wasn't anything for me to try, and we tried some of the immersive stuff. But some of the some of the technology between web and and, um, and this device don't quite speak well together yet. But mm. uh, apparently, you can play three D movies. So if you have that, you know, you still have that that three um, D. Um, I guess the Blu Ray
2: player, Jonathan. Uh, yeah, I mean, right? I I still have a bunch of three D discs and three D
1: yeah stuff. So it'd be it'd be cool to see something like Gravity or something like that in in 3D just to see what it, what it looks like, right?
2: Well, I mean, the, the the winner is Avatar, right? You'd love to see Avatar, be able to watch that kind of experience in your own home versus having yeah. to go to a theater and, well, and see it.
1: One of the coolest things. So there's a there's a there, there's three types of apps you can have. You can either have like a a, a flat like app like a window, um, and and it, they, it's almost like a glass um, frame that it puts it in. Um, that's the first kind. The second kind is like a volume where you have um, you have the app and then you have it out extending out into the room with you, right? So if you have like if you had Earth on a on a on a web page, for example, the Earth would be like three D and you could pull it out and you could you know play with the moon and stuff like that. Like that's kind of the interaction. The third type of application is like would be like a game, like a VR game or movie or experience or like a room experience where you, the entire 360 degrees around you is an environment, right? So in other words, the interface for the for the the device disappears from view, and all you're just immersed in this space, right? So one of the things you can do for your desktop is uh, they have like a, this uh, view of Mount Hope, um, and you're sitting on the edge of a lake, kind of like we would at the, be at the cottage, Jonathan, sitting at the edge of the lake, got trees around you, got Mount Hope off in the distance. You can see the water rippling in front of you, right? And, you, and if you look really carefully, you can see raindrops falling onto the lake off in the distance, right? And meanwhile, you're hearing birds and, you know, crickets and stuff all around you. That's your desktop, right? Then you open your windows and you, you do your work. You've got your email and your Slack and your, you know, your your safari open so you're sitting in uh, at the edge of the lake in mount hope while you're working on your boring you know day-to-day apps kind of thing right and if you don't like mount hope you can actually have a 3d view of the moon where you're actually sitting in you know the middle of a crater in the moon in the highlands and you can see the the highlands off in the distance and you see like big rocks and stuff around you and that so that that's kind of cool that you can change your whole experience to be in that environment right Hmm. and uh one of the things I did was in university, you may have seen the painting, I don't know if you've seen it, Jonathan, but I did a painting once where I had these cubes sort of floating in space and like a whole sort of like landscape way off in the distance kind of thing. So I, so I, for the sake of science, I decided to put together um, uh, like a, a Reality Composer Pro is the, Reality Composer is, is how you make these sort of virtual realities. So I made like the cubes as, I, as they were in the painting and I colored them like that. And I almost forgot to try this, but... Um, I went in and I um, I like within like I had six hours with the thing so like hour four and a half I just oh yeah I got this up so I opened it up and I, all I could do was just smile like it was like oh my god this vision that I had of, of, of drawing this thing back in like in, in late 80s right here I am staring at it in the room it's like seven feet wide and 12 feet high and it's these cubes are just floating in front of me and when you open these environments, you can walk, so I could walk around the room. I could walk, you know, put the battery in my pocket and walk, step away from a desk and the cubes stay in position and I can walk around them and examine them. And that was just a mind blowing part of the whole day. Right. Sort of thing. Right. And
2: then what else can I tell you? Um, so how do they, so it's, I guess my question is when you say you can like get up and walk around and it stays in place mm-hmm. how would you do that in your own environment like i no disrespect but in your space you trip and die well, within 30 seconds i mean you
1: yeah 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 no no you can see you can see the you can see this well as long as you don't turn on the mount hope thing right like 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 when you turn on the immersive experience you you, you can't see anything around you i uh, mind you shouldn't say that because i did have the mount, mount hope thing turned on and the guy in the desk next to me we were talking back and forth because he he's an app developer as well when he talked to me the almost like like the environment kind of faded a little bit and i could see a ghost image of him through as i was looking at his direction right and and if he had handed me something his hand would kind of like become part of my my world and i could take the thing from him so there's kind of like you know you can be in this immersed environment but if like you know your kid comes up to you and says hey dad you know kind of all of a sudden you see your kid and you can interact with your kid and whatever right so you can always just turn off the the immersed environment as well. But so it's not like you can't walk around the room and and um and you know, like I could see all the actual furniture and I could also see, see these cubes floating in the room with me as if as if they were real things, right? Like like right now I'm sitting in front of my computer and I've got I've got four screens in front of me. I've got my iPad here at one angle. I've got my laptop up on a arm on the other angle. I've got a display in front of me and I've got another twenty inch display to my right. And they're sort of all angled so they're facing towards me right well imagine that's those are the opened applications i've got right so they're just floating there in space if i get up and walk away from the desk they stay there Hmm. right so um and there's, there's always like a window bar it's called a window bar at the bottom of a window you can grab that and you can move like you can as you could as if you could take your monitor and just move it to the side kind of thing right and and when you move them they kind of they orbit around you so they don't you know, it's not like you have to, like, with a physical monitor, like, whatever your arm's length reaches, if you can just imagine as you twist in your chair, for in- instance, the, mm-hmm. the screen would just move with you sort of thing. So, it's cool. I mean, the one thing, I did have a couple of issues with, uh, there's one thing is there's, there's a control panel, um, you know, the control script thing that comes, if you drag from the top of your max monitor or the top of your phone, there's, like, that control, what do you call it? Control, you know, thing, I mean, what's it called? I can never remember the name of it. Control center? Oh yes, yeah. It's called Control Center. So, well, he, well. I mean, let I me. Mean, before I get to that one. So, so what you do is you don't use your mouse, and you, you you can use a trackpad. But what you do is you look at a window, and if you look at a menu, the menu kind of flickers, like it it sort of vibrates, right? So that note that the the device knows you're looking at that, like the file menu, for example, right? And then you just take your index, your right index finger and your right thumb, you touch them, and that's like a mouse click, right? So you don't really use a mouse. You just, wherever you're looking, you know, if you look at one window, it highlights and becomes the active window. If you move over to another window, it, that one highlights and becomes the active window, right? So the only issue I had was, because I wear trifocals, I'm always looking through the top part of my glasses, right? at Anything in distance, because of the lower part of my glasses is for reading. So this control strip thing hovers just above your eye line, right? and so a lot of times when i'm looking at a menu item i'm i i turn my eyes up and i want to look at the file. i kept hitting this little control thing cuz it follows your your gaze right And I, I must have opened and closed that thing about 20 times or 100 times in in the in the 5 hours i had with the device right so um yeah, that was that was a bit of annoying. So I, I I kinda hope that they'll give us the option to move that control strip thing over to the right or the left or to the bottom, like where you're like you know how you can move your dock around on your, your Mac screen. You can if you want it on the left or right or bottom or whatever. Yeah. Sort of thing. So it's kinda it's that that was the one annoyance that I had in, in the entire time. But but yeah, it's super cool. Um I did find like, you know, I wish I had brought like a thought to bring a Bluetooth keyboard with me because um the virtual keyboard that comes up I found I had to kinda tap through it. To get it to recognize that I'm tapping on a... Because in the video, if you look at it, the guy is like, you know, magically typing on this in air, right? Um, but yeah, I found that the the keys were a bit spongy. It felt it felt like... Have you ever worked on one of those old, old typewriters, Jonathan, where you have to really push down the key to get the... Yes, I have. ...character mm-hmm. strike? Yeah, so it was kind of a bit like that. I kind of... Like you couldn't... I couldn't do touch typing. I had to actually take my two index fingers and kind of shove them through this. And then maybe they're going to fix that or or it could have been because this is like it wasn't really i mean they they fit it to my face as best they could because they only have a a limited number of sizes right now so uh but apparently when they ship they'll have more sizes for different head shapes and stuff like that because you know people have different foreheads and stuff right yeah um yeah and and it wasn't super like when i put it on like i had it on probably for a five out of the six hours that i had with it um like we went from we had an introduction thing where you had to sort of set it up and then um we just they basically said okay we're gonna sit back and let you just do your thing right and so we just opened up apps and played with them and like for a while there i was going and navigating checking out safari and going to and stuff and opening up youtube and they were like they were thrilled because like that's what they need they needed the, the whole point of this thing is for us to give them feedback about what works what doesn't work what what we would like them to change you know try different things out and tell them you know and they had to you know anytime you run beta software with apple you can you can write a sort of explanation of what's working what's not working kind of thing right so and it's cool i'm yeah totally i'm all in like $3,500 is, is nothing like that's chump change for the, what this the experience was worth was worth
2: so the question is what what does this take the place of in your day to day life does this replace your television set does it replace your your laptop does it replace your phone your tablet is it some combination of all those things I think it's some complicated
1: compli- combination yes it replaces my television i 'll never have to buy another large screen television again uh, it will replace like three or four three of the four monitors I'm looking at right now um I was able to use my my i was the funny thing about it is so so when you're the what they call pasture video, you can actually see your own hands when you've got the thing on, right? And you can see, if you hold your phone in your hand, you can see your phone. You can It's obvious it's a video. It's like the difference between HD and 4K, right? Mm-hmm. So the screens you're looking at are all 4K or 8K or 27K or whatever, but the phone and your hands are like a, a high def, right? So you definitely know you're not looking, that it's a, a video of your hands. I mean, but they're super clear. Like, there's no and the the weird thing about it is, is like, um, you know, if your hand is a foot away from your face, it feels a foot away from your face. Not like not like you have to correct for any sort of distortion or whatever in, in the screen. It, it literally looks like you're looking at your very own hand, right? Hmm. So I was actually texting people and using looking at my watch on my wrist and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think from... I mean, it. I think it's going to replace. I I could see a future where the where the Mac is the 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 Vision Pro. I mean, like where it doesn't need to have like it'll have a processor. It'll have you know in the future. I could see this this being the only computer you need, right? Sort of thing. Hopefully, it'll, hopefully it'll be a lot smaller and like more like a pair of glasses than than this is. This is a 1.0 version, right? And I think and don't forget this is called Vision Pro, right? So there's going to be a Vision SE or whatever. <laughs> Is my prediction right? There will be there will be a dumber, cheaper version for people who just want to watch you know big movies and down the side of a lake kind of thing, right? Yeah, and and the menu like when you you know how you on your watch you you look at your watch and you look at the applications. Well, you don't use a watch, Jonathan, but you look at your your um, desktop on your phone, right? Like your screenboard, and you look at the square icons. They're round icons instead of square, but they all appear. They just float in front of you, right? And you can dismiss them and go in go into an application. It kind of it kind of like you can always bring that back, and you can see the you can go to Safari, you can go to Mail, you can open up the TV app and stuff like that. So you know it's just they've just changed the metaphor a little bit, but but it is totally familiar if you've ever used a Mac or a phone or a watch. There's nothing. There's no huge learning curve. Um, the only challenge, the, the the one thing that was different though, is when I turned on accessibility modes, like when I'm using VoiceOver and stuff like that, the which fingers you use changes, like. You know, like, I don't know if you ever turned on VoiceOver on your computer. You can turn on VoiceOver. It'll go, it'll read from the top of the screen to the bottom. Like, it'll say the file menu, the edit menu, the view menu, the spaces menu, and then it'll start reading the elements on the page till it gets to the very bottom. Then it'll go back up to the very top again, right? So, with your index finger tapping your index finger, you can go down from one to the next item. And then with your left index finger and your left hand, of course, this might be reversed for you, Jonathan, but you can, you tap and it will go up, right? Like, you'll probably be able to, Jonathan, you'll be able to go in and say, I'm left-handed, right? So make all the controls reverse to what I'm telling you. I right? bloody
2: hope so, because... <laughs> so for, <laughs> me,
1: for me, it would be super dumb if it wasn't, eh? But for me, the tapping, tapping my index finger, tapping my thumb is my, is my clicker, right? Mm-hmm. For you, it'll be your, your left hand. Mine, it's my right hand. So anyway, so when you're doing accessibility, so the right hand is to go down the page, the left hand is to go up the page. And then to click, it's the middle finger and your thumb, right? So hmm. it's not like they, it's not like you have to go far if you if you turn on accessibility mode. I'm sure you know people who are visually impaired or or auditorially impaired. They can they can they'll figure it out in like no time, and they'll be whipping through it like 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 we do, right? So hmm.
2: yeah, it's pretty cool. It's expensive. It is not cheap.
1: You know what? Again, the, the funny thing about it is, once you put it on your head, you're like, yeah, this is like that's a bargain for what you're getting. Hmm. Like, it's amazing. Like, if if you think about it, you know, I've got my what $700 television. I've got like, you know, a couple of $300, maybe $500 in monitors in front of me, you know, I've got, you know, I don't need any of that stuff. I don't need to go buy a cottage, you know, I never need to get, I never need to get out of bed.
2: (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And that's the one thing I've, you know, even Xavier, uh, my son has mentioned that he likes the idea of, you know, just, Not having to have your hand up in front of your face when you're just sitting there reading something on your phone. Like, just being able to just sort of have the simple hand gestures. Or, as you say, you could lie in bed and watch something where you can actually fully recline and just watch it right in front of you. You don't have to prop yourself up. You know what the best
1: part of my day was? The best part of my day is... So, I have two pairs of glasses. I have a Wear... I wear corrective lenses for working on a computer, so I have like like business computer business glasses for looking at the screen and for reading stuff in front of me. And again, it's like the top part of the monitor is for the. Wow, that's totally weird. I just just gestured at the screen and something happened. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I don't know. I don't know how I did that, but uh, anyway. So so. yeah, so the top half of the screen, so the computer glasses are, are for looking at things. And then if I want to get up and go to the kitchen, I have to change my glasses, put my outside glasses on, which have the, the distance, distance stuff. Like I can drive a car with these glasses on. I can, you know, look at the dog at the park with these glasses on. I can read, and there's also a little tiny strip in the middle, which is the equivalent of my computer glasses. But I cannot wear those glasses when I'm on a computer. I mean, I can, but it's, it's painful. I have to tilt my head to a really odd angle, and it's just weird the lenses they put into the to the vision pro are your distance lenses right Hmm. don't ask me what the magic is that they do this they enter the numbers into an app or whatever it does it automatically corrects for the lenses that you're putting in like an l2 and an an r5 or whatever right put these lenses in you put them on you never have to change your glasses the entire time you're wearing this thing Hmm. that for me was worth the price that's worth (laughs) $3,500 you know like not having to change my glasses throughout the whole day just put them on and go right so like it was annoying when i took them off and i had to put my glasses on to do something and then take them off to put it back on again and yeah but the the entire time i I had it i just i forgot that i'm visually impaired in that way that was cool like i think the the whole accessibility uh side of things is is super super cool the way that way this works right so and i mean it's so good google's working on one too right
2: yeah i I assumed that there would be you know there's no way there wouldn't be competition in the market when apple sort of rolls it out because it's going to be a premium product uh, and, and inevitably yeah. there's going to be people who are like but we've got the same thing but it's cheaper
1: yeah well i, tr- I tried the oculus a couple of weeks ago at um at uh, an event i was at and i said hey well i said i'm you know i, I knew i was I, I didn't know this i was going to be doing this at the time but i sort of said hey you know put me in an environment i want to see what, the, what i want to go to greece or i want to go stand on the mountain or whatever put Give me, I don't want to slice fruit or whatever it is the other people were doing. They were playing the fruit ninja game or whatever, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: I want to I want to see the best you can give me experience of being in Greece, looking at the Acropolis, for example, right? Which you can't do anymore, right? But so I put this thing on, and it was you know it was pixelated and jaggy, and it was it was okay, and it was it was like the Google Glass experience that I've done before because right? I've got I've got a couple of Google Google Glasses here too, right? So I can. You know have the split screen on my iPhone, attach it to a box on front of my head, and turn my head around and, and experience things right This was like like real life hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean like like i was actually, I felt like I was actually in, I was looking at any all the anything I saw like the furniture around me that people other people in the room they were all on video essentially right because i 'm wearing these dark glasses on my forehead, and the the cameras on the front of the device are filming everything around me and then projecting it onto the onto the lenses, right? So, you know, um, and it's funny, like one guy took a picture with his, like did a screenshot with his and they sent it over to me to look at and it was like I was sitting in his chair. Hmm. Like, you know how you imagine, there was a movie, I think, once where, it was like, I think it was like around 1999 or something, 2000, I think it was called Millennium and uh, it, who was in it? Um, not Viggo Morganson, but something like that. And um, it was, the, the idea was, somebody could come in and murder while they were wearing these things. And then you would experience that you'd experience everything they experienced it was very similar to that. And since was that strange days, strange days, yeah, strange
2: days with Liam Neeson.
1: Yeah. Liam Neeson. Yeah. I, I could see what the other guy was seeing kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it would be kind of cool because, you know, it'd be like, you know, like, uh, it, you know, three years from now, the three of us will be sitting in the same space on a couch doing this podcast. But in fact, you're in mississauga i'm in toronto and Jaime's in seattle uh, yeah, yeah. i mean he'll be a little different he'll be a little fragmented and jaggy and stuff like that because he's <laughs> so far away right but you know yeah and he'll be delayed <laughs> yeah but no I, I totally could see like you and me and xavier going to see a movie by just sitting on our sitting on our couches and yeah and all that kind of stuff right so because that if you think about it like they just came out with share play right like you know the the idea last year was they came out with this thing where you and I can sit down and start watching a movie together, mm-hmm. right, even though we're in different places, right, look through the magic go to the miracle of
2: apple t v or whatever right well, it's very similar to what you can you've been able to do this in video game world for a long time, right? The idea is that as long as you have right. a connection, you can be connected
1: yeah so but so so that that's kind of where the puck was going with this too, right like like Jaime and I've been you know we've been talking about this on the other show more than just code for years um you know apple comes out with ar kit We're like okay they want to do you know augmented reality virtual reality stuff why <laughs> you know and then you know uh, they came out with stage manager a couple of like last year two years ago last year i think it was right i mean um where you you could have like windows on your ipad or you could have like a window experience on your mac which already has windows right like we're like why are they doing this right but now that I've seen the Vision Pro, even before going to see the Vision Pro, now I get what Stage Manager was for. It was because this was coming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So a lot of technologies that Apple kind of brings out, and you scratch your head going, who would ever do that, right? Yeah. Like for me, I remember, you know, 2007, Carol and I were driving down to Macworld in uh, California or flying down the Camp Macworld and she said to me, like, what's the big thing this year? And I said, I don't know, they're doing doing something with a cell phone. Like, what what could they possibly, what could what could Apple actually bring to a cell phone that would make it so compelling that everybody else would ditch their Nokia's and their Blackberries and stuff like that, right? We had no idea what, what they were going to do. Right? But obviously they, they, we always joke on the other show that they lead from behind. They take all the sort of ideas of other people and they put them together in a, in a compelling experience. I mean, what I had with what I had with this thing wasn't I was wearing a VR helmet. I was experiencing what Apple sees as the future of spatial computing. Right. Hmm. Yeah, it was cool. The expensive part is getting, you know, you get one, then you got to buy like an adapter for Sherry, an adapter for Foster, an
2: adapter for <laughs> Xavier, and your dog needs to get one. And, <laughs> <you know. laughs> how, uh, how? What's the timing? When When are they releasing it? In the
1: States, you are talking uh, sometime early 2000, 2024 we are talking about Canada and Europe. I think is next after that. So we don't know when. I'm I'm probably going to be driving down to Buffalo on day one and hmm. using Jaime's Seattle address or something. To get
2: <laughs> <learned>. <laughs> well, we wouldn't want the Canadians to get a hand of this technology. God knows what they do with it. Learn it to, to teach it how to play hockey or something.
1: The same thing happened with iPads when we, when we went down to to buy iPads. I mean, I didn't go, but my friends went down to, because I had I had ordered one through Boston. A friend of mine shipped it up to me, but. My friend got in a car and drove down the, to to um, Buffalo, and uh the people at the app store were were get, letting them put the the mall's address in as as her address in to, to activate these things
2: right nice so, Hmm.
1: you definitely need to be you definitely need to be fitted for this thing like because like I said, there's different shapes heads and stuff like that and they, and they they kind of they do a three D scan of your face before you it's so kinda of like they do with the face ID thing. They did a scan of my face, um, without my glasses on to see what the shape of my head was to figure out which is the best um thing to put on my face and they'll do that and then uh, they also take your prescription for your glasses and they give you, they put in lenses that are specific to your prescription, right? So, like, if I have it, I'll have my I'll have my lenses that are held in with magnets and I'll give it to you, you'll put your glass your lenses in, right? Or not, you know, I guess, right? Hmm. Like, when I when I had the, initially given the wrong prescription, because I thought we were supposed to give them a the computer prescription, right? I couldn't see, everything was blurry. It's not, I don't think it's like you can get away with not wearing glasses. Although, we'll see, we'll see when I get one. Because that's another add-on cost, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know what that cost is going to be, but it, it, the engineers that we're working with, it, they only knew they knew—they knew the product. They don't know the, much of the marketing side of it. Yeah, so that was Division Pro. Now I have to go write that article I just told you guys about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I literally am I'm, I'm working on a blog post. and I've, I've written down some of these points already, but uh, now I can just roll, roll back the tape and take the transcript.
2: There you go. <laughs> Glad we could help. Yeah. Yeah,
1: really welcome. Maybe I'll just I'll do a, a clip of of this uh, this thing as 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 the my blog post.
2: We're, we're happy to uh, stand in for your uh, usual more than just code uh, crowd. So yeah. Well, we have that coming up in a couple of weeks because Apple and also announced that uh, September twelfth. I think I mean.
3: I believe it is because the eleventh is a Monday, so Tuesday. Yeah. So uh, the next day after that. So. Um it's expected to be the new iphone uh the the news folks who say apple confirms new iphone like no they didn't liar <laughs> they never they never confirm that there's another iphone coming it's reasonable for normal human beings to believe that a new iphone will come out um, but uh, who knows maybe they'll change it up this year
1: well we're you know, we're expecting ipads we're expecting watches we're expecting macs we're expecting i mean generally speaking this time of year is when they announce the phones admittedly right
3: yeah, yeah. I mean I'm being facetious, but like, you know if you're if you're the media you should know better than to say confirms when they did 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 they put a quote in there saying new iPhone coming out?
1: Yeah. Well the iP- the iPads and the Macs used to come out in the spring, if I'm not mistaken, right?
3: Yeah, it's bit in different places. Sometimes they'll have an October event, sometimes laptops will come out, sometimes iPads, maybe watch as they they seem to be, uh, you know, changing their mood. And I think the pandemic really messed things up in terms of mm-hmm. supply chains and et cetera. So I don't know if we've gotten through that yet. Maybe one Well, that's yet. the
1: other thing, too, is that they're, for the Vision Pro, they're talking about um, Samsung, who's a supplier of the screens, is only capable of making 800,000 of them, which basically means 400,000 devices. Right? right. So they'll be on eBay, like... <laughs> A couple of hours Mm. after they go on sale, right? So for $10,000, you can have a Vision Pro. Yeah, exactly. Ship to your country. Yeah. Bastards. (laughs) Anyway. So, what
0: else is there? There's nothing to talk about now that we've talked about the Vision Pro, right? It's It's all over. This has been another episode of the More Than Just Code podcast. If you want to find out more about the show, you can visit the More Than Just Code website at mtjc.fm. There you can find a summary and show notes of each episode. We list links to the apps, code, and news that we mentioned on the show. If you like the podcast, tell your friends. Please leave a comment on the website, and if you can, please write a review on iTunes. And please recommend us in your favorite podcatcher. All of these things help others find out about the show. We really appreciate your help with spreading the word. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We'd love to hear from you, so use the hashtag AskMTJC. Once again, the podcast's Twitter account is at MTJC underscore podcast. Please consider supporting the show by pledging any amount on patreon.com slash MTJC. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.